Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. I'm so excited to share everything about Winchester, Virginia, and beyond with you. If you want to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market, you have come to the right place. Well, Thank you so much for joining us once again here on episode 107 of Iconic Talk. Um, You've got yours truly here for today um, in the host seat, but we actually have an amazing guest. So I'm going to just briefly just dive right in and get the introductions out of the way. Historically, you've heard from us real estate agents who share our market knowledge with you and give us our updates and predictions and information about the state of the union of the real estate world. Well, there are other individuals on this planet who also can speak into what the pulse of the real estate market really truly looks like. That is an appraiser. Um, Just quick background, an appraiser is someone who... um, goes from house to house when they get orders to evaluate the price of a home. Um, More importantly, specifically, when a house goes under contract, the bank um, is going to loan people money, and they want to make sure that they're lending the money um, (laughs) fairly and uh, wisely. So they hire and use appraisers to evaluate the price of a house. So once a house goes under contract, uh, the... The, the process gets rolling. Uh, the buyer is going to use a specific lender and that lender has them fill out paperwork and information and then they will hire an appraiser. They put a bid out to different appraisers in the world um, and the bid gets accepted and then that appraiser within the next uh, week or two goes out there to the house in person, measures it, evaluates it, takes pictures and then comes back, crunches numbers and uh, and gives a full blown out appraisal report based on comparable houses that have sold in the area. That's my version of an appraiser. If you want to hear a more official um, opinion of what an appraiser does, you can go back to our episode number six, one of the very first episodes of Iconic Talk, where we shared um, just kind of what happens with an appraiser by interviewing uh, a local appraiser, William Orth. I felt it was high time to have him come back, not necessarily give the details of what he does on a day-to-day basis, but get his expert opinion on the market and the pulse of the market from that uh, unbiased source. Realtors, yes, we, we have specific um, takes on the market, and we can share with you what we think based off of our interactions with buyers and sellers. Appraisers don't necessarily have those interactions with the clients, with the buyers and sellers, but they see the dirt. They see the numbers. They are in it to uh, really try to make sure that they are giving the most accurate and fair number out there for the bank, for the buyer, and for the seller. So I figured, like I said, it was time to get the State of the Union from someone other than a realtor. So I'm going to bring on William Orth once again to share. But in the meantime, feel free to push pause on this one and go back and listen to episode six. So it's just so you can get the perspective of his history, where he's come from, um, his background, um, his credibility. Um, and, and then you can come back and listen to this. 
If you don't want to listen to any of that, fire. The fire away with what we've got right here. That's perfectly fine. Just um, go for it and keep this ball rolling because here's my conversation with William Ork. Well, I'm here with William Orth, and he is our expert appraiser for our Icon Real Estate Office. You know, you were on, it was episode six, mm-hmm. many, many moons ago, um, and so I will point people to that episode, Okay, knowing that like you can give all of the information about what you do and how you do it as an appraiser. So research that. So having said all that, um, wanted to chat with you just quickly about today's market. Mm-hmm. Um, as an appraiser, I'll just open-ended question. What's your take? <laughs> as an appraiser, that's always a loaded question. Yeah. Um, so I do service a lot of different markets, if you will, mm-hmm. um, licensed in West Virginia and Virginia, um, and 11 counties throughout those two states. Wow. And so really there's tons of different markets, quote mm-hmm. unquote, mm-hmm. um, you know, Winchester, Frederick County market, is Berkeley Springs or Hardy County or anything. So, yeah. um, to ask me as an appraiser that question, well, which market are you talking about? I love <laughs> it. No, but that is an amazing answer because we just think in terms of just our region, right. you know, I always reference how don't listen to the national news reports mm-hmm. of the doom and gloom because our area is a little insulated. It's a little bubbled. People yes. are coming and moving into our area. Um, but you're coming at it from a very more detailed mm-hmm. and even regionalized perspective of our region. Right. I like that. So give us your take then. So you're talking 11 counties, mm-hmm. uh, probably a geographical mile radius of maybe like 60 a miles, 60, 60, 60 miles. You got it. 60 mm-hmm. mile radius. That's where your yeah. truck goes. Yep. Yes. Um, so when I think of being born and raised in Winchester, you mm-hmm. know, we used to always think of Winchester, Frederick and Clark. Yeah. Um, so in those markets of, you know, Clark County is very different than Winchester and Frederick County. Mm-hmm. Um, they restrict growth much more than mm-hmm. Frederick County does. Mm-hmm. Um, so the demand over there is more because it's 20 to 30 minutes closer right. for the commute. Right. So that market, while the inventory is very slow, the prices haven't been as impacted as other areas that still have greater growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, since I'm talking about the commuter locations... Um, the other two big ones are Berkeley County and Jefferson County. They're much more of of a quote unquote hot market still, rather than some of the more western uh, West Virginia markets like Morgan County, Hampshire County, and Harder County. Mm-hmm. They're more of a commute, so we're getting in there is much higher. Hmm. Um, even with that, you do still see different sections of the market responding differently. Um, 18 months, 24 months, even 12 months ago, um, certain price points were much hotter than they are now. Right. Um, million dollar homes were t- way more than they are now. Um, and they're selling are, more the one, right. The, the million dollar bracket right. now is, has slowed. Is right. What you're it saying. has slowed kind of like 700 and plus has been a little bit of slow. They're still, the buyers are still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as prevalent as what was about a year to year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're seeing a lot more people come onto the market, but thinking, hey, it's still 
2021 or it's still the COVID good days. Um, and it's not that kind of market has gone. Right. <laughs> We're in a new market. Yeah. We're at a seven and a half percent interest rate market. Yes. So that's kind of speaking to the big picture, yeah. the, the interest rates. Everybody right. can't get around that. Sure. So I think that's one of the reasons of why I'm excited to have you here and talk about this because everyone's obsessed with the interest rates and they think that it's a dead market. I even had my in-laws in town recently mm -hmm. and they're from Williamsburg and they're hearing stories and they come up here and like, oh, the interest rates are just decimating everything. I'm yeah. like, well, not as much. I mean, buyers are still buying. Mm -hmm. Sellers are a little slower to list their houses, some my, from my real estate perspective, because, because of the interest rates. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to move in your geographical area from our one region to the next in our area, they might not. Right. Because they don't want to give up a good rate. Right. So um, breaking that down, interest rates speak for themselves. It's, I've always been saying, back to a normal market. Mm -hmm. A little fewer inventory of houses and a little fewer buyers makes for a basic mm -hmm. supply and demand balanced market but now that you're talking about very local regionalized in our area you mentioned clark county mm -hmm. that's a, a great example of the further cl the closer you get to the city of mm -hmm. dc right things are more expensive yes the further west you go the further away it's a little less expensive mm -hmm. and maybe even less desirable what are you seeing from the perspective of other areas, Shenandoah County, Warren County, um, and, and specifically the Virginia area. Yeah. How does that different than like the West Virginia area? Yeah. Are you seeing a growth still occur down South? Yeah. So I've been seeing a lot of, we had a big influx of, of new residents to the area mm -hmm. coming from the East, mm -hmm. coming from the Northern Virginia, uh, DC Metro area. As they move in, and the locals, the, the born and bred uh, Frederick Countyans, uh -huh. um, are selling. You're seeing some of them move farther west, farther south. Um, Western Frederick County is, is still rather rural. Um, so you get some people who maybe lived on the Route 7 corridor um, who are like, well, now that I can work from home, I'm mm. going to go get five acres on the Western Frederick County. Right. Um, still be in Frederick County school systems and still be close to quote unquote home. Right. But I'm going to go get some more land. Um, so we saw some of that. We see some movement south to Strasburg area, um, even down in Woodstock um, and Front Royal, because you can tend to get a little more for your dollar down there. Mm -hmm. uh, the prices have a tendency to be a little bit below the eastern Frederick County um, higher value area. that's kind of a good way of looking at it. if you're yeah. looking at like a big circle of our mm -hmm. area with winchester being in the middle yeah if you're looking at like the east side you know that's going to be kind of like the nine o'clock on the mm -hmm. dial that's yeah no 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 that's the three o'clock thank you let's get it right <laughs> the three o'clock on the dial that's more expensive nine o'clock is less expensive yeah. but north and south so that south that six o'clock on the dial that we're talking about mm -hmm. has grown it has grown middletown has blown up mm -hmm. recently a lot of development down there um larger tracts of land we're getting some um national builders if you will mm -hmm. come in uh horton and ryan holmes are down there mm -hmm. so they're seeing more activity than they've seen in a long time so a lot of buyers are heading down that way because it's like oh there's a bunch of new homes down there yes um and, and, and even and because the new construction boom right. is happening 
um, how is that impacting prices of regular older existing houses? Right. So new construction will always affect the resale market um, because that will drive prices up with construction costs. Um, A older home is never going to be worth exactly what a new construction is. That's called depreciation. Yep. Your home appreciates in value, but there is physical depreciation that your home experiences. Sure. But what we see is, I'll see it on an appraisal of an older home, you know, 50, 40, 30 years old, but where they went in and they're like, hey, we got these new constructions coming in across the street. I'm going to renovate my home. I'm going to upgrade all the bathrooms. I'm going to paint everything. I'm going to bring it up to today's standards Mm -hmm. therefore changing their quality and their condition i'm pretty sure i've referenced those in um the earlier podcast number six sure um those are the two biggest things is someone's quality and someone's condition Mm -hmm. so if you can bring your condition up closer to the newer home Mm -hmm. you're going to get closer to that newer home value Mm -hmm. so let's talk a little bit about that your appraiser job Mm -hmm. so we're talking about big picture stuff like this and the reason why you know all of this information is because you're out and about doing it every Mm -hmm. single day looking at homes seeing what the prices are seeing the trends so um what are the the current trends out there is the market growing because you're saying you're seeing prices staying pretty steady um but when you when you see houses that are in the middle of nowhere yeah and is is there a decline? I, I guess is kind of my question. I don't think there's necessarily a decline. I think what we're seeing is it's not increasing like it was. Okay. Property values are still increasing, but I think people are having a tendency to shoot for the moon, like like you could, in the in the COVID glory days. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, you could put it on the market for three hundred and you get six bids for right. three sixty. Right. You know, and I think those days have gone. But I think there are certain sellers that are still like, that's still here. So I'm going to shoot for the 360. And they're like, oh, I only got an offer for 330. But it's still more than the 300 that it would have been listed for. Does that mm-hmm, make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the property values are increasing, but I think people's thought of what the market should be or the market they want or to be in on, sure. is right. different. Right. Um, so I don't really, even with some of the price changes that we're seeing now, um, or the price uh, improvements, as I've seen mm-hmm. some realtors call them. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that there's still an increase of value when I'm looking at the historical data. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things we talked about before. An appraisal is always based on the history right. of the market, where realtors are always trying to project the future of the market. So there's the rub. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the past. Yes. Agents will look at the past when yeah. they're trying to evaluate the, a price of a list price of a house. Um, but you're looking only at sold houses. How far back do you go? Mostly. Mostly. If you're getting a government secured loan, we're also looking at active. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. How far back can I go? I can go back as far as I want. Um, guidelines are 12 months. I try to stay within six months. Um, and it's important for you to understand the trends of our market to know what was the market like six months Mm -hmm. ago or three months ago and have things changed. Yeah. Um, the earlier of a the earlier of a sale that I can get, the better. But sometimes the more rural of the market, I have to go back a little bit further. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a cookie cutter um, neighborhood on Route Seven, where mm-hmm. there's tons and tons of four bedrooms, two and a half bath, two story colonials with a basement, right? 
you know, I got plenty to pick from. Yep. But if I'm over in, you know, Lake Isaac and Gore, not a lot of homesteads out there. Now you're pushing there. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to go look at other lakefront homes in western Frederick County. Mm-hmm. Those are a little harder to come by. Mm-hmm. So where does your opinion fall into play with doing appraisals? Is there, are you just looking at black and white things? Because here we're talking uh-huh. about, uh, you know, understanding the market and the yeah. trends. Um, for houses that are cookie cutter, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Black and white. Um, that's kind of the big question that most uh, just buyers are always, or sellers are worried mm-hmm. about. The appraiser is, yep. you know, putting their opinion into this. Horrible person. It, you know, and these appraisers just yep. don't know what they're doing. That's true. So <laughs> go ahead and justify yourself here yeah. that you have the opportunity. So it is an educated opinion. I mean, obviously, I have training. I have been doing this for a while. There are certain educational requirements that appraisers meet. Um, so it's not just an uneducated opinion. It is mm-hmm. an educated opinion, but it is just that literally on the bottom of our form, it says my opinion of market value okay. is, and so it is my opinion right. of market value. Um, and other appraisers will probably have a slightly different opinion of market value. Mm-hmm. General guidelines is any appraiser should be within about 10% of another appraiser. You would hope so. So there's a 10% if something's getting reviewed or for instance, we've got a lot of flips on the market, right? Mm -hmm. So if you flip a home in less than a year and that buyer gets an FHA mortgage, they have to have two appraisers. Hmm. And so for FHA, those, those appraisals better be within 10% of each Mm -hmm. other or something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the fixed and flip rule or something, something like that. Right. Um, But anyway, yes, it is an opinion. Uh, I like to think of it as a artistic science. There's a science to it because it's numbers. So there's certain guidelines that we that we sit in, but there is an art to it when looking at someone's hardwood floors that have just been refinished versus someone's brand new LVP floors, which mm-hmm. is the new hot product. Mm-hmm. But what if someone had the old hot product, which was hardwood floors, but had them all redone? Mm-hmm. Is that similar? Do they, do they look similar in quality and similar in condition? So that's kind of the, the art side of it, of where my opinion comes in. Yes, this person's um, refinished hardwood floors are comparable to this person's new LVP floors. Mm-hmm. Or this person's uh, five-acre lot uh, with water frontage is comparable to this two-acre lot without water frontage. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so based on that, I have a challenging opinionated question for you. Okay. Who do you think really determines the market trends? Is it the seller who's determining the list price? Or is it the buyers who are buying the houses? Is it the appraisers who are dictating the, the value of the houses? Is it the real estate agents who are twisting arms of people? <laughs> so, you know, why, or is it the interest rates? Like what, what is really the heartbeat of determining are we in a, a market that's increasing or decreasing like what causes all that can i just say yes okay i'm curious i'm curious <laughs> just, what you think i just say yes to all of that i think all of them are contributing factors i think there are times where something doesn't appraise and so the appraiser has decided what that value is mm-hmm. and the buyer and seller say okay well that's what it you know that's what he says so that's what we have to go by mm-hmm. um there are other situations where they'll sit there and negotiate and the buyer will be like wow i'll give you five thousand over um, and there are times when realtors twist arms, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I think ultimately when you boil it down, it is the buyers and the sellers 
that are dictating the prices um, in the truest form of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and that depends upon whether that's the buyer's market or the seller's market. Mm-hmm. And I think we're not in either one of the markets right now. So I, you and I agree on that. I think, yeah. there are, I think there are circumstances where the seller has a little bit more and there's, there are certain circumstances where the buyer has a little bit more, but overall it's very balanced. Right. Mm-hmm. Now. And that's, that's been my take on what I mean by normal market. Right. With the, the supply and demand of the inventory matching and falling in line with the amount of buyers mm-hmm. out there, homes are sitting a little bit longer. It's not like the glory days of two, three years ago of you know houses flying right. off the shelves if you're a seller. And as a buyer, you still need to be competitive. Mm-hmm. You can't lowball all the time. It's just um, fewer inventory then leads right. to just a little bit uh, more angst for buyers and causes the sellers to still think that they have the upper hand but they still but they don't i, I think that there's this balance yeah. that's happening right now I, I i saw the market shifting when i could look in the mls and start seeing contingents for home inspections mm. uh, mm-hmm. lack of appraisal waivers mm-hmm. uh, concessions come back into play and so that all that tells me okay things are shifting out of the seller's control because mm-hmm. the sell when the seller had control i want to i want a cash offer <laughs> With, with no contingencies, um, you know, 10,000 over asking price, yeah. you know, and, and that's not where we are, but we're not seeing, you know, buyer, you know, where buyers can come in and, you know, I want 60, 45 lower than, than what no. you thought. And, and, you know, I want 45 days to do every inspection under the sun. You know, it's not the crazy side either. We're not, we're not in foreclosure, you yeah. know what I mean? And and when I also say normal market, yeah. I look at seasons. You yeah. know, winter is typically slow. Spring, things pick up and get hot. Summer, it does slow down. Vacations and heat. Mm-hmm. And then fall. So my prediction um, would be that we're, we're going to pick up. Uh, what's your prediction on where we're going here over these next three or four months? I, I think the market's going to continue as is. I mean, we did see a little bit of a slowdown with holidays and summers and so forth. But I think there is still people that need to buy a home, that want to buy a home. And I hate to sound like one of the TikTok people. Okay. But if you don't get in the market now, when are you going to get in the market? When are you going to do it? You know, you can't sit there and play um, when's the rate. I want to get in when the rates come down. Or I'm going to get in when when we get a bunch of foreclosures. Mm-hmm. No one, neither you nor I have that crystal ball. You're speaking to my buyers. I'll slide <laughs> you the $20 bill under the table right now for saying that because and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was the buyer once and I did that. I was like, Oh, I don't want to pay more. You know, you, you've got to get in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, buying is, is if you can buy, buying is better than renting because you're in, you're going to be in control of what your payment's going to be. And the conversation right now is not about rentals, but you're absolutely right. The rental market is hot. No, but I, I'll just state that for yeah. a fact. Renting is still far more expensive absolutely. than owning a home, even with today's interest rates. Right. And if you get a fixed rate mortgage, your payment's going to be $1,500 if that's what it was today and in five years and in 10 years, mm-hmm. but your rent payment is not. Yeah. So big picture yeah. perspective, you know, Sorry, change the that, no, but, no, but that's good. I mean, so we were talking about the short term um, perspective, long term. Um, speaking to that, just as we wrap up, essentially the the goal is still to own a home yeah. because owning is better than renting. And so even though the interest rates are what they are, do the best you can Absolutely. in the time that you believe it's time to either buy or sell. But for buyers specifically, that's what we're talking, who we're talking to right now. 
Um, because over time, the trends will continue to show things are going up. Your home will appreciate. Your home will appreciate. There is only a finite amount of land on this earth. Mm-hmm. And when it's all built, it's all built. Well, not around here. I know. There's plenty of places <laughs> out there and those winding roads. So, But you know what I mean. Um, last final question, just for the fun of it. What's one of the craziest places that you've been to? Now that we're talking about remote homes, like what's, what's one of the craziest houses that you've had to appraise in the last? I recently month? appraised a four-story architect's dream, appraiser's nightmare. It was four stories, all glass, copper, steel construction. Wow, separate, that seems fancy. It was two separate living spaces, one on one side, one on another, and it was divided by a glass hallway. Highly modern. I'm Highly assuming. modern. Yep. Highly modern. And did you and make the buyers way, and sellers happy with with your evaluation of that price? I think the buyers are happy. Okay, that's that's the important that's thing. That's the important part. Setting the market trends. Yep. The appraisers are setting the trends. There it is. You heard it here. Oh. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much, William. I appreciate fine. your time. Have a good well, thanks so much, William. Um, once again, I, I love having guests on because they're a wealth of knowledge. I say that all the time, but um, William is a great guy and also knows his stuff. So I love getting um, just bantering back and forth about just the nuts and bolts of real estate with somebody like that. I hope it entertains you as well because you can certainly learn a lot from um, listening to the guys that and the, and the ladies that we interview and talk to here on Iconic Talk. You know, when I go and look at the numbers, just I will share the current stats and it's very um, in line with with what we are just talking about um, for this month here in, of August in 2023. The current inventory um, of houses in the Winchester Frederick area so that uh, I will focus on that since he did point out that there are many little microcosms of niche markets around our area. But for the Winchester Frederick County. The current inventory of houses is 359 places for sale. Last year at this time, it was 407. So you can see the slight difference there. The new listings that came up in this month were 112 as opposed to 200 last year. However, the neat stat that will show you that the market is um, not declining, the average list price of this year is 483000 um, here in this month, last year, 478. So it is impressive to see the the decline of the inventory, but yet the status of the market staying the same. Those are the facts for you that, that just kind of holds um, just weight to what he was just sharing. Um, the average days on market is hovering right around 35 days for the year, um, where it was significantly less than that last year. So, um, it's just neat to, to talk shop with somebody like that who knows their stuff. Well, talking about the local area, uh, we, we love to focus on the, the things that are happening in Winchester, Frederick County. Um, I can't get over how impressive West Oaks is with um, putting on events. So every single weekend there's something, and we can't talk about it every week, but here's, here it is again on, uh, on August 18th, coming right up. Uh, we've got on Friday night, an incredible, uh, couple band acts coming in there, Chad Laughlin, and then also, um, Blue Ridge Rain. Um, that's the group with an opener of Justin Stames that is starting at five o'clock. So admission, um, is right at $10. Come on in at four o'clock. The farmer's market is always open for the fresh produce, foods and beverages, everything you would ever want. They've got it. 
happening. So tomorrow night on the 18th, check that out. But then I got to point out um, one of the just one of the more exciting, fun things that happens in Winchester this time of year, the Winchester Greek Festival. We promote it every single year here on Iconic Talk, and uh, it will take place on Saturday the 19th and Sunday the 20th. Go to uh, just that amazing spot there um, where they have Greek food and culture and music and experience things. I think they even say they had dances and stuff. They're at the Dormition of the Virgin Mary Greek Orthodox Church for the Greek Festival right there on Amherst Street, um, right down the road from the hospital. You can't miss it. I mean, if you're driving by Amherst, you will see cars parked for days to see that. So stop by there on the 19th and 20th. Um, get your Greek food on. So that is going to be the key step. The key things here for this coming weekend, it's really exciting to to live in town. And next week, I'm excited about sharing uh, a little bit about the local high schools and the upcoming football season. Excited to chat about that. So you'll learn more about that next week. Well, here we are. Um, Man, time flies by. The summer is pretty much gone. Schools are back in session. And um, here we go. So thanks for listening on this episode of of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. And remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we really appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. So take a moment to subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. You know, we want them to get, you can help get the word out for us. So let them know that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever they get the podcast. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simon Battaglia and our social media queen, Liv Gordon. Until next time, think iconic.